Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Depth Perception, the Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season, where you can learn much more about Scorpio as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Finally, if you're in the Minneapolis area, please join me on November 11th for a very special event at The Future, where I'll be hosting an astrology dinner party to celebrate the Taurus full moon and explore some of the deeper themes of Mercury's retrograde. This is a super fun and creative way to learn more about astrology, and I'd love to meet you there. There's limited attendance, so if you're interested, please make sure to register soon, because spaces will fill up. You can find more information on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the Play and Learn section under Live Events, or from the link in my Instagram bio, at embodiedastrology. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I'll be right back with you with your horoscope. Hello Scorpio Sun and Scorpio Rising. This horoscope is for you. This is your month ahead look at Scorpio season, which begins on October 23rd and ends on November 22nd. And Scorpio season is of course the period of time when the sun uh, shines the light of Scorpio. If you're a Scorpio Sun, happy birthday. If you're a Scorpio Rising, welcome to your solar year. I'm wishing you all the best. As I said, this is the period of time when the sun is bringing additional emphasis into Scorpio. And if you'd like to know more about Scorpio and how to work with it, how to understand its vibration in your body, uh, how to work with some of its deeper themes, then please listen to the extended Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season, as I mentioned in the introduction. In that episode, I talk a lot about the embodied experience of Scorpio and offer a guided kind of meditative awareness into some of the bigger themes that I think are coming through in this season. Now there's a lot happening in Scorpio season and along with the sun being in this part of your chart that has so much to do with you and with your identity with some essential qualities that you are here to radiate and express in your life. We also 
also have a bunch of other stuff going on. So on October 27th, we'll have a new moon in Scorpio. Check your natal chart and see uh, where your sun and or your rising or any other planets or points that you have in Scorpio are. This new moon comes in at four degrees of Scorpio. And if your sun rising or other planets are within uh, five degrees of that, then this new moon is especially important for you. A new moon is always a time of both closure and opening. So one cycle is ending, one cycle is beginning. I think of new moons in 12-month cycles. We have pretty much one new moon in every sign per year. So if you think back to last year's Scorpio season and reflect on what has occurred in these past 12 months and how ideas about yourself have been evolving and changing, um, then reflect on the next 12 months and what you're calling in for um, your evolving and changing ideas of yourself. Um, Scorpio is always going to be talking about your personality, your identity, and again, some kind of essential quality that you are here to express and that you're here to radiate. So this new moon is asking you to bring your intentions and your wishes in for how you are developing, how you are coming to know yourself, what it is that you are wanting to be expressing, what you're wanting to be living into. Now this new moon is coming with a fair degree of change and a big thing that's changing is your relationships and your sense of uh, social engagement in general and I'm going to talk more about that when I get to the full moon in a couple of weeks. Um, in a couple of minutes when I talk about the full moon a couple of weeks after the new moon. Um, so as you kind of begin this new cycle with the Scorpio new moon, also notice what is happening for you in your relationships, in your sense of place in the world, how you're being received and perceived by other people, how you're considering um, the ways that you want to put yourself out and what it is, again, that you want to be expressing, not just just for yourself, but within your relationships. Now on October 31st, Mercury will station retrograde in your sign in Scorpio. And this begins the three weeks of Mercury's retrograde cycle when it appears to move backward in the sky. Mercury will station retrograde at 27 degrees and will come all the way back to 11 degrees. So again, check your natal chart. Notice where your sun or rising or other planets are. If they're between 11 and 27 degrees, then this retrograde is especially important for you. Mercury retrograde is always a time when we want to slow down. In astrology, Mercury represents the mind, our cognitive processes, and our communications. When Mercury travels backwards, the mind is in a more reflective space. Our communications tend to be more internal, more meandering. This is not a time when we necessarily have all the information that we need to make important decisions. This is a time when our communications can often be a little backwards or sidewindy or get really confused. Now, especially on the days of and around Mercury's station, be extra aware that these circumstances uh, will occur. And these days of, of Mercury's station tend to be the days that are the weirdest and most intense within Mercury's retrograde cycle. So from the 28th, uh, basically the new moon on the 27th until November 2nd or 3rd, um, just give yourself a lot of extra time and space, especially because this Mercury 
Mercury retrograde happens for you in your solar first house of identity, personality, and appearance. This is a time to move very slowly. Be careful of your body. Be mindful of your communications. This is not a good time to make important deals or sign contracts. If you absolutely have to do it during this window of time, build in as much leniency as you possibly can for yourself. Really try and give yourself and anybody else room to change their minds. Now, Mercury's retrograde will be bringing a lot of emphasis for you to reflect on your own nature. And similar to what I was talking about with the new moon, this is a time to kind of look at yourself, reflect on yourself as much as you can in the from kind of the deepest layers to the most superficial. So you might begin with how do you know yourself? What is you? What is the essence that you um, kind of emanate into the world? You have some kind of essential quality that has been in existence since you were conceived that will be here at least until you pass from your body, maybe even longer. What is that essence? And then what are all the kind of various attributes of self that you've picked up and developed and accumulated over time? How do you feel about your body, your appearance? These are big issues of the first house. This is a time to, again, be as kind of considerate of where you're coming from as um, you are about where you're going. Try and consider all of the histories and the foundations that have brought you into this present moment. And as you consider what you're wanting to move towards or move into, try and do it with as much um, love and care as possible. Your sign Scorpio has a lot to do with deep emotional attachments and a kind of um, shadowy space where often we can get really entwined or entangled with core beliefs, um, with other people's influences and energies, etc. So as you consider yourself, of course, you're also considering all of your relationships, your foundational experiences and traumas or uh, other kinds of circumstances that have really shaped you. Um, try and bring all of this into your conscious awareness. And again, with as much love and care and consideration as possible, consider what you want to be moving into or towards. Now, as I mentioned, Mercury retrograde is not a great time to make big changes, but this is a really good time to reflect and prepare uh, for them. Now, on November 1st, the planet Venus will move into Sagittarius, where it will transit until November 26th. Venus is a planet that brings love, magnetism, generosity, and uh, relationship or connection, wherever it is. Sagittarius rules your solar second house of earned income, wealth, and resources. This is also the place in your chart that has a lot to do with self-esteem. This is part of why I'm saying as you consider yourself, consider yourself with love. Venus's transit through Sagittarius is a great time for you to emphasize self-love, self-worth, to expand your ideas of what kind of value you hold for yourself and what you give in the world. This is also a really good time to attract resources. So if you're um, wanting to make more money, this is a good time to ask for a raise or initiate some kind of um, funding project. Now, because 
this does happen during Mercury's retrograde, you might just consider that. Um, consider opening doors that don't have like a, a definitive date with them, but just uh, starting to seed ideas with Venus's transit through your second house. On November 11th, we'll have the inferior conjunction of Mercury and the Sun. This is when Mercury passes through uh, the heart of the Sun. That's how it's spoken about when we lose sight of Mercury in the sky because they come into the same place in the sky. And this is a really important moment in Mercury's retrograde cycle, one that pertains to a remembering or an awakening or a revelation of some kind where we get some information about some of the deeper qualities and more important messages in Mercury's retrograde cycle. Keep a notebook around and just take note of what's happening for you on and around November 11th and any big ideas uh, that you're having around that time. On November 12th, we'll have a full moon in Taurus, and this is your opposite sign. Whenever we have a full moon, we have an illumination of a polarity between two signs and also between the two houses that they occupy in your chart. Your opposite sign, Taurus, holds the part of your chart that represents your opposites. So your opposites have to do with other people, where you come into relationship with people that are not um, part of your immediate family or uh, really foundational influences, but folks that you're meeting on a more equal playing field. These could be just casual acquaintances that you're running into, but the seventh house also has a lot to do with important relationships and committed partnerships as well as contracts that you make with other people. This full moon can illuminate a lot of your tendencies, expectations, and desires when it comes to important relationships and committed partnerships as well as to the baseline assumptions or expectations that you bring into these relationships. Now as I mentioned when I was talking about the new moon, there's a lot of change energy that's coming for you at this time that's affecting both your notion of self and your notion of relationship. This full moon is emphasizing relationship and a desire to grow in your relationships, desire to uh, feel free within your relationships, and desire to be authentic and truly yourself in your relationships. This full moon is very supported in the social spaces of the chart, and so I'm going to say that these relationships include all kinds of people and definitely have a lot to do with how you are thinking about yourself, thinking about other people, how you you're sharing your thoughts with others and how you're able to communicate your wants, your needs, your desires, etc. On November 18th, the planet Mars will move into Scorpio where it will transit until January 3rd. Mars is one of the ruling planets of Scorpio and when it transits your sign, it's in its strongest and most vital position. Mars in Scorpio emphasizes desire, passion, and intensity. When Mars transits through your first house, there can be a lot of increased energy in your body, in your mind. You might have more uh, force in your affect and in uh, how you put yourself out to people. And you can also um, think about this period of time as one that could potentially bring in uh, a kind of increased um, 
strength or assertiveness to what you're putting out that for some might come across as aggressiveness or conflict. So Mars can also bring um, kind of separating, severing, or even sometimes violent energies with it. While Mars transits your first house, this is a time, first of all, to be really careful of your body and specifically your head. Um, this is definitely a time, especially since it's beginning its transit uh, just a few days before Mercury turns direct. And as I said, those days tend to be weird and wonky. This is a time to really uh, take your time if things are not going as you want them to, um, see, see if you can be clear in your intention and what you're trying to put out without being overly aggressive. This is a time when you may be coming across with a lot of energy and uh, you wanna be mindful of how that energy is coming out or coming through. Now you can definitely use this transit uh, for positive gain and you can use it by, um, again, letting this energy kind of infuse and empower your sense of self, your sense of identity, your changing personality, and um, bringing a, a lot more energy into how you want to put yourself out into the world. And just that little caveat or memo to, you know, just keep, keep your um, awareness in your relationships as well. Not necessarily as a, as a reason to temper yourself or to be inauthentic, but just to notice that how you are expressing yourself definitely uh, does and will influence people around you. And you want to kind of just keep your eyes open. Um, you have a lot of power during this time and you want to use that power well. As I said, Mercury will turn direct on November 20th, and that means that from the 18th until the 22nd or so, just expect that things might not go as planned. Give yourself and everybody else time for mishaps and um, kind of reworkings of, of any kinds of plans or things might um, get, a, get a little weird. <laughs> Um, on November 22nd, the sun enters Sagittarius, and I'll be back with you then with your month ahead horoscopes for Sagittarius season. In the meantime, please um, check out your year ahead birthday report for Scorpio season. In that report, I go in depth into your next 12 months and cycles and transits that are happening for you and suggestions for how to work with them. That reading comes with an audio recording that's about an hour and a half long, as well as a very detailed and lengthy PDF that gives you all the upcoming cycles so that you can work with them in your solar year. If you'd like to know more about this upcoming month's astrology, please become a subscriber. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month, and in trade for your donation subscription, you'll have access to my extended month ahead forecasts, and these forecasts also include audio recordings and downloadable PDF calendars that help you work with all of the major planetary aspects and lunar cycles, many more than what I mentioned in this horoscope as they occur. I hope that this horoscope is interesting and that it will be helpful for you. I'm wishing you all the best in this season and beyond. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now.